21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. So, anyway, how did you get interested in financial planning and stability? I, I mean, here's the thing. Um, I'm a, I've been an entrepreneur and business owner for quite a while. Um, used to be in the music industry, used to be in the Marine Corps, uh, learned that I don't like following other people's rules uh, and, you know, all that kind of stuff, which led us into entrepreneurship. And I had this great idea. I wanted to make a difference in the world. So by making a difference in the world, we were like, hey, coffee, coffee does this. It's the, it's the second most widely traded commodity in the world. Americans the number one consumer. Um, let's start a coffee shop. Told my wife this in 2008 was the was when we started coming up with this idea. And that's not the best time to start a business, by the way. Um, and uh, so we we had this idea my wife is the one that gets it done i have the crazy ideas and she implements so we thought on it for a couple years we actually opened up our coffee shop in 2011 uh had a brick and mortar business we, we were what i think a lot of people who, who are in entrepreneurship when they first start they're they're a bit naive and you need a bit naivety to get out there otherwise if you knew how hard it would be you'd go work for somebody else yeah, right? sure. without yeah. leap of faith it's almost yeah. impossible yeah. so we we ended up working through that owning it for seven years had some challenges learned about this thing called infinite banking uh and profit first as well also realized that our business name was overflow the coffee shop's name was overflow but we weren't taking care of ourselves. We were not overflowing to other people. And it started with our uh, health, you know, having staff since can sometimes literally kill you if you don't watch out. Uh, so, so literally I went to the emergency room once because of the staff problem and fired the girl. And then I was back to normal, which was, I was like, Oh, uh, that was an issue. Um, so, Long story short, we were selling the business because we're having a child, right? And we're like, all right, we can't do certain things that we were able to do previously. You know, we could eat ramen all day long, right? As as uh, entrepreneurs and, and new business owners. However, when you have a family, there's different choices, things that you got to do. And it's illegal to have a baby on, on your back behind the bar, like at least in the U.S., maybe where you're at. Uh, it's not illegal, but uh, health department would have shut us down. So we we uh, decided to sell that business, and and I had been impacted by my mentor who helped me build a financial system for our business, the the stability piece that uh, I I learned a lot about during the coffee shop years and was able to use. This is the infinite banking thing that we created and or or implemented. Well, we 
used it for emergencies in the business. And then as we were closing out that part of our life, I interviewed to work for him and he told me, no, he said, I can't hire you. You're too entrepreneurial and too much of a business uh, entrepreneur that I, I can't have you working as my employee. It wouldn't work. And I was like, well, that sucks. I've given him a lot of clients. I believe in this. Um, and then two months later, he comes to me and he's like, I have an idea. How about you and your wife start your own agency and I'll train you. And we're like, sounds great. Uh, let's do it. And we did not know that there was a whole opinion about money. We just knew this system that we had set up helped us ultimately sell the business and not close the business, helped us to get through emergencies and not go into debt more, right? Uh, that was how we ended up in the finances just because it's kind of like, hey, this helped me. Let me help other people. And then we find out a lot of people have very different opinions depending on where you land. What are some common misconceptions about financial planning? Yeah, I think there's a lot. Really. I mean, you got the Dave Ramsey's of the world. If you remember, know him, it's all about like no debt, right? And then you have uh, the Robert Kiyosaki's of the world, uh, leverage everything, right? And, and what can be dangerous is when you follow just one thing or say, put it all into ETF funds or into the market here in the US, right? Uh, that can be dangerous, right? Um, what I've learned in, in a lot of this, and when it comes to taxes, how does taxes play into it? Uh, how does your future, do you want to retire early? Because if you want to retire early and you're putting it into things that you can't access until you're 60, then that's a problem, right? Uh, and it's, some of it's by design created to keep us working for the man. But as a business owner and entrepreneur, you have to think creatively and realize the things that we're learning, blanket pieces of advice, most of the time my answers to clients is it depends a lot of times is, is it depends because my answers personally my my questions may be the same but my answers may change depending on the season of, of the business year or life right and too many times we're just listening to blanket statements and treating that as gospel Regarding your clients, what is stillness and how can it help entrepreneurs find success? Yeah, that's a, I mean, I think this is for everybody. So I'll take you back to the inverse of what we call the still method. The inverse of the still method, and this is a matter where you're at in the world, is what I call chaos. It's confusing. It's haphazard. It's anxious. It's overwhelming and it's stressful, right? Yep, 
Exactly. Uh, by having chaos, right? That is why we're in a crazy world right now. Uh, the tax code, chaotic, hard to figure out, right? The setting up a business or understanding how to generate revenue, right? And, and all of this is chaos. And you, we can look in our past two years and say, all right, are we at peace or, or not? And the other part I think is the market, in, in, at least in the US, has been going up and to the right. Are we in a better position or not? Most people are more stressed out, more worried. They don't have all this money that they thought they would. And that is not healthy. So we have to go back and think, what what was our goals? And this is the problem that I think a lot of business owners, people, individuals, they don't reflect, they don't stop. They're just running through life and, and nonstop because that's what the world is saying to do, right? But still is, you know, taking time and it doesn't have to always be about money. It can be about anything, right? So setting your sights, you have to have a goal of where you want to go, right? Setting your sights, where do you want to go? How do you want to get there? And, and those kind of things and set your sights. Do I want a good marriage? You know, um, you know, those kind of things. And you reverse architect, right? Most people are, are saying, oh, I got here. How did I get here? And now, and they, they may have chased money, but they lost a marriage or lost their kids or, you know, and so what do we want? So, so setting your sights, then you have to track your in and out tracking your expenses. This is budgeting. People hate budgeting, but what you measure is really important. What you look at is it's really important to be able to see, right? What is, what's going on? What's the map, right? So you want to track, right? And that's, that's a big thing. Then you inspect, you don't just track it. You inspect it. You, you see what's happening. Look for 1% adjustments is the la the next letter. You know, we don't just overcome it or get to this place. You know, we don't just become basketball stars, right? There's 1% adjustments. There's practice that takes place, right? Um, or you're not going to be a basketball star because you don't have the genetics, right? That's one thing. But 1% adjustments, that'll get there. And then live deliberately. And most people, again, are not deliberate in their lives. They're just saying, oh, invest in a 401k, do all this. Uh, and they're not intentional. So then that last letter, live intentionally, guess what it does? It feedbacks loops back into setting your sights. And you go through that regularly. And then if you do that, you sometimes learn, hey, the Ferrari that I wanted isn't really uh, a desire anymore or you know those kind of things are there any specific specific ways that uh, entrepreneurs can benefit from let's say taking time to be still i mean i think there's so many way things right You know, I mean, like just thinking about peace of mind, thinking about understanding where you want to go. Uh, there's so much, you know, there's there's the Grant Cardones of the world that is all about massive action. Well, 
Well, if you're doing massive action and you're not, you're just running in place, it's like kind of like running on a treadmill, but not going anywhere. Well, by kind of setting, looking back, you can kind of track and see, look, to be able to figure out, am I going in the right direction or have I just spent 20 years creating something I hate? Right? Like that's not healthy. So by taking that time, that and that's a hard thing because we got iPhones, we got all the stuff that distract us. But the peace of mind that goes there and understanding your numbers. I mean, I see business owners and and all these people who are like, I hate numbers. I don't like money. Or or I don't I like to make money, but I don't like to think about that other stuff. And I'm like, well, you should know that. At least have a good framework uh, about it. So your model is targeting a cognitive level, so like a specific mindset and or emotional level and or physical level. And based on your experience, you were in military and all kinds of experiences. So you probably know from you walk the talk. Yeah. Yeah, and I realized, you know, whenever I was in the, the years of the coffee shop, uh, why I almost ended up in the hospital was because I was drinking way too much coffee, more than you should be whenever, you know, half a cup of coffee all day long, and my staff was not showing up and just things that were uh, not healthy. And I realized I needed to take care of myself, right? Uh, some of that still method is about you taking care of yourself and building that system in place so that the business isn't just about you know serving somebody else but it's serving you that's why i love profit first and the profit first system it's about profit first pay yourself because there's a lot of business owners who say well i'll pay myself when i'll start that when and usually that when never happens right and so you have to almost build that muscle into into you and you have some business owners who you know overpay themselves and they need to rein it in and not buy the ferrari right uh and then and they'll do the instagram pictures of of them you know and and other things are broken and then you have the other ones that are not paying themselves at all and they have to figure out a way to make sure you know because what Mike Michalowicz of Profit First says is it will be a cash-eating monster. It will always want more and you have to build it sustainably so you can grow more. So is it a way of thinking, your mindset, or is it also a way of living? What's your model? Uh, I think it's both. That's the hard part, you know, because we will have a mindset thing, but we don't implement, right? Uh, and the still method actually came from our faith as well, right? We were, you know, if you read in, in the Bible, I don't know where you're at on that whole thing, but it's like, be still, know that I'm God, be uh, retreating and, and thinking and reflecting that, that um, having uh, time, thinking time, as one of the other guys say, and the road less stupid, right? Um, 
having that thinking time really helps. And then having a good framework, whether it's the still method or something that helps you figure it out and to be able to look at the data to be able to see if you're on track, right? Uh, those things, it integrates our, our mind and spirit and finances. They're all interconnected. As much as people would just say, you know, go do yoga and you'll be okay, well, you still have to make money, right? Um, and you can't just have a, you know, power mindset. Uh, you got to actually like do stuff to make it happen. You know, it's, it's not going to just come to you. Uh, and I think that there's a balance in that. And it's so hard because we're just told, oh, well, just manifest it'll come to you or some, I don't know, whatever. And I, and I want to be aware, you know, massive appropriate action, taking all of these different things and asking the questions of yourself. Because most of it, uh, whether it's your numbers, whether it's your finances, whether it's your business, it all comes from you anyway, right? As the business owner and as you build a team, you know, and and you have to like really uh, wrestle with it. And the problem is we don't like wrestling with that kind of stuff. We just want to solve it, put it away. But, you know, we're usually our own worst enemy anyway. So, From your experience, what kind of personality traits or some other things are important? Is it the persistency, focusing, uh, what kind of awareness? I think you have to have some degree of um, perseverance, right? You just keep going. You get you get slammed in the face and you just stand up and keep going, right? There's a lot of people who I would call entrepreneurs, you know, that you know what those people are. They're the ones that have the plan, but they've never actually done anything. Uh, and then there's the entrepreneurs or business owners. Those are the ones that they have some war wounds and some stories and failures because the failures and I have plenty, right. Are the ones that really help you go forward, right. You learn or you fail and you stay in that place. And that's not what you want to do, but like understanding those failures and moving from there. And we all start from different places. You know, when I started our coffee shop, I didn't have a rich uncle that could help me. So there's there's different times where we start, but we can learn. But failing forward is a big big deal. And again, that still method for me uh, helps to reorient to say, okay, this happened, didn't work. Uh, okay, now what do we do? Right. Can you share with us some of the challenges? So your clients' challenges and what were your um, interventions? What were your process? to help them out? Yeah, I think some is not understanding how money works. I mean, I swear uh, when I do financial analysis with people and just thinking through how this works, I, you know, I tell people all the time, uh, don't do what the banks tell you to do, do what the banks do, right? Uh, and just understanding how that system works I mean, they they literally are, is the best business model in the world, right? I mean, they use your money 
turn around and give it to somebody else at an interest higher interest rate and there's no risk for them right i'm like hmm that's interesting uh and then also realizing a lot of people when i do financial analysis and 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 a lot of this with with clients they are working for a bank 25% of the time if they have 25% interest credit cards just thinking about how uh, that affects them and then just puts them in a in a downward spiral but you still want to use like the Robert Kiyosaki use uh, debt wise, but be smart about it, right? And a lot of times we're told, just go make more money and that stuff will figure it out. But you have to understand, have a team around you that are tax strategists, um, business coaches uh, that see things that you necessarily don't see because you know we have things in our eyes that block us. Right, all the time, you know, we are, we're the, all of, we always think we're the best, right? Um, until you get married and then your, your significant other will tell you otherwise, typically. Um, the other thing I think is that team effort. I have my wife who's a business partner and she has a lot of strengths that I don't have. Um, so I tell every business owner or entrepreneur, uh, three things I tell everyone know that, you know, that, you know, that you're called to it because it's going to suck. Sometimes it's going to be awesome too, but there's going to be things that happen that you're like, holy crap, I never want to do this again. Um, and then the second is have a team. I mentioned that before, like have a team that care about you, not just, you know, what kind of thing do you, did you create? Right. And then the third thing is know your numbers. Too many people don't know their numbers and they don't know how the systems can implement and work with it, with each other, right? So that's, again, I love my infinite banking thing that I do here in the States because it complements what I'm doing in my business and I have access and ability to grow uh, in a really powerful way. Yeah, you can find us. If you love uh, hearing about this kind of stuff, we have our YouTube channel. My wife is really good at writing content. Uh, and you get both of us. But you go to Wealth Wisdom FP. Uh, that's Wealth Wisdom Financial Partners. Uh, you'll find us on YouTube. We have a podcast that we've been doing for several years now. Uh, Wealth Wisdom FP. We are about to have a uh, our own new website at wealthwisdomfp.com. Uh, we used to have Grandma's Wealth Wisdom, uh, which we still do, but we're, we are kind of um, Grandma's retiring, if you will, uh, and we're we are moving on uh, and creating this uh, new uh, brand. And the reason is, uh, uh, this is the kind of the way I think about it: as business owners. When you first start, you're kind of like a baby. You're figuring it out. Uh, I feel pretty confident in us now more. Um, and so we've been moving into Wealth Wisdom FP. So you'll learn a lot from that and find us on all the socials. And of course, download stillmethod.com 
uh, go to stillmethod.com and download the playbook. There will be a book coming soon uh, after my wife finishes some big studies that she has. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.